Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. I say we sprint toward the bridge. All right, well, if we got to get this thing catching flame, you guys cover me. I'm going to make for the bridge. I'll cast light on a bolt and then shoot it over to where we saw the orc drop. You create a spot of light and see nothing. Come out of that grass, you cowards. Three orcs stand up and charge towards you. Evasive maneuvers. I will take the dodge action. I'd like to cast Thunderwave. You blast the three orcs back. I will draw one of my short swords. You just run up and hack his legs off. Tokus selects a very specific fatter vial. I lob it right on the doorstep of their bridge. I move up to the fire, start grabbing logs and toss them onto the bridge. Is it possible that we pick up this unconscious orc and bring him with us? He's already in my arms. Shaba, could you dangle me underneath? Sure. And I can make a shot up into the support. And then we pick up and keep running. Looking behind you, you can see the fire is spreading. All right, let's take a flying leap. You all splash down in the shallow end of the river. (laughs) (sighs) With our our captive. Yeah. Goodness. Do you guys remember to take pictures so we can show the king that we let the bridge on fire? Mm. Oh, crap. (laughs) I forgot. You estimate that it will take roughly another two to three minutes for the goblin that you saw running away to get back to the camp. But you don't know if they might be on their way before then since, you know, the burning bridge might be fairly obvious. (laughs) They might see a huge blazing inferno in the distance. Well, first I come splashing up out of the water. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) Even though it's shallow, we we all go underwater just for effect. It's like ankle deep. (laughs) Uh, Is it ankle deep for Aslo and I? If it's ankle deep for me, then it's like shin deep for them, right? So I like lay all the way down and then so I can pretend that I was just coming up from really deep water. <sighs> oh man, what a swim. That was, uh, that was invigorating. <laughs> Wait, if it's this shallow, didn't we just hurt ourselves or were we coming up <laughs> out of the water? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure we hurt ourselves. I think the two of us were are short enough that we just dunked our heads in, but <laughs> Shaba just kind of fell down face first for no reason. Yeah, I'm my sure knees why. are like super skinned <laughs> up now, guys. I'm pretty sure I knocked this captive even more unconscious than he was. Oh, look out. He's floating down the river. Go grab oh, him. crap. Oh, goodness. All right. Wait here. Wait here. I'll you know, it him. only takes uh, a couple centimeters of water to, to drown. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. apparently drown in like a teaspoonful of water. There goes the captive. Yep. He's dead. All right. Well, <laughs> so much for that idea. No, I, I uh, pull him out on shore and give him mouth to mouth. Even though I'm not trained. Dude, you're giving mouth to mouth to an orc? From orc to orc. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I have my tusks in and he has tusks, so it's like real difficult. (laughs) Very awkward. (laughs) Super awkward. You guys are just standing there like, uh, what do we do? I didn't know Shaba was into orcs. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, fine, I take out the tusks. (laughs) well update it's still awkward i don't think the mouth to mouth is necessary oh is he breathing all right i thought he drowned no pretty sure we imposed that on ourselves we we tend to impose disadvantages like that without Thane saying anything yeah (laughs) that's true all right so let's tie him up does anybody have some rope uh we've got lobic's lengthy line ah of course we do oh hey all right perfect Yes. So let's uh, let's drag him into the woods first so we can get some cover. And then we'll tie him up and then we'll slap him in the face until he wakes up. <laughs> As you're running to the forest, you can hear distant shouting from the camp behind you. Sounds like they're alerted to something wrong, at least. But you're too far away to see any detail of what's going on. Hmm. Okay, here's a question. Should we try to, like, just run from here and, and head back uh to town or should we just stand on the basically the bank of the river and as more orcs try to jump off the bridge toward us we just pick them off one by one from a distance i was gonna say do we try lighting the bridge on fire from this end Mm, that's not a bad idea i mean i'm always up for an opportunity to set things on fire do you you think that's what we should do (laughs) yeah i think we should build a fire just like we were building a campfire you know like gather some logs and uh kindling and just light the fire on the bridge I mean, why not, right? It'll take mm. a minute. Got some flint and steel. Tokus turns around and lobs a firebolt at the bridge. How many attacks can I get off here? Well, I guess you can keep on shooting as long as you want. How many health points does a bridge have? 
(laughs) (laughs) These are are relevant questions, right? I'm just, I'm stalling because I can't remember how much my Firebolt deals. Uh, I think it's a D10, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so that should be eight. How many hit points does a bridge have? Yeah, what if the the DM's guy had a list of every conceivable uh, object in existence and how many hit points? Yeah. <laughs> so you said eight damage? Yeah. And it singes it a little bit, but it's not enough to light it on fire. I would say just roll a bunch of those. Yeah, I would just keep shooting at it. Well, every time I do this, though, guys, that's six more seconds the orcs are rallying. Right, no, I understand, but we basically lit the other end of the bridge on fire, so they're going to be trying to put it out before they... Give chase to a couple of random dudes. I don't have my chromatic orb, right? I think I used that already. Yeah. All right. Let loosing the fires of justice. The seven. Once the uh, captive is tied up and safely on dry ground, I'll go back and I'll gather some leaves and sticks and start building a fire on the bridge as well. Taking averages, it takes you about five shots or so to get a decent small fire burning. And it's starting to spread a little bit at the end of the bridge. So 30 seconds of firing. All right. Excellent. Sweet. I'm going to need some more fire vials when we get back, guys. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to uh, supply up. Hopefully we can get our entrances back to our respective guilds. I say we leave the fire as is and start heading back to town. All right. Well, uh, back to town. Hmm. Do we want to go back to town? Back to Nanept, right? Eventually? Uh, But we're not done with the mission though orc hordes are kind of metaphorically like a beehive right i mean maybe metaphorically could you explain the metaphor (laughs) we just kicked (laughs) over the beehive we should probably (laughs) warn all the nearby towns hey there might be a horde of angry orcs coming your way that's fair enough i think we owe it to them at do that at least shaba yeah, I mean, you know, the the point of coming here was to assess their strength and put a try to put a damper in their plans. We could just wait until they're finished repairing and building the bridge and then just count the orc army as they come across. Shabby, you're a braver man thing. Gi- giant than <laughs> I. Well, I'm not a giant, but I don't want to be here when they cross that river. Like, I want to be safe in a town with guards. No, me too, but we haven't... Our mission was to figure out how big the army is, and we haven't gathered that kind of intel yet. We were to determine the strength of the armies and the reason for their increased hostilities, as I recall. I believe that is word for word exactly what we were supposed to do. (laughs) (laughs) So, we have determined, at least, that the one camp had, you know, ex-orcs, ex-goblins, etc. And then a second caravan was coming, a big group within a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So we have like estimates, I guess you would say. We have, we know that the camp had about a hundred orcs, right? And then like 50 goblins or something like that. Yeah. And then 20 wolves. We also know how big of a bridge, how wide of a bridge they built. It should be somewhat correlated to their army size. Mm-hmm. We could extrapolate the, uh, the width of a, an orc from shoulder to shoulder and figure out how many orcs in uh, they like how many columns of orcs they could get across the bridge at once do some multiplication should be pretty easy oh but don't we have like a captive that we were going to interrogate uh, yeah there is that, that one guy that one guy that's sitting on the shore <laughs> unconscious we should probably go back and check on him huh all right so after i've after togus has lit up the bridge and i've set a fi- like a campfire on the other end of it to, to let them know where we are to let to, to just to let yep. them know we're okay <laughs> Just to make sure that, on ourselves. Yeah. right, then we go and we we slap them awake. Are you going all the way into the edge of the woods here to do your interrogation? We'll just slap them awake here, right? Or do we want to carry them all the way? Let's carry them into the woods a little bit further, make sure that we're out of sight, and then, then the slapping can commence. I'm also questioning your idea of slapping someone awake. Didn't he go unconscious due to damage? We'd have to heal him. Uh, okay. Mm. I mean, I did give him a little res- resuscitation, oxygen-wise. Um, how, f- how far from us are the trees? For- how far from the edge of the river are the trees? I said several hundred feet, so let's say 600. Okay. Uh, let's drag him into the trees and make sure we have a good hiding spot. I'll make sure that as we're walking away from the river, I'll scoop up uh, some water, some extra water in my water skin just to make sure. Okay. And then once we go over there... We'll drag him into the, further into the woods, make sure we're covered, and then splash water on his face. There you go. <laughs> that 
icy cold water. I want to bring out the 1950s, Aslo. Chaba, you still got that mining cap? Oh, yeah. All right. We'll do this gangster style. Where were you on the night of tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Where were you three minutes ago? (laughs) I don't know. I wasn't conscious. Tell us. Tell us now. Yeah, see? So you're an orc, see? Yeah, see? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to listen to me, bub. You better start talking soon, see? I'm going to do some rolls to see if he actually wakes up to all this. If he doesn't wake up to the water splashing in his face, we take off his boots and tickle the bottom of his feet. (laughs) (laughs) That always works with me. Okay, so it takes you like four minutes of trying to shake him and splash water on him and do all this jostling before he'll finally respond. Hello? His eyes slowly open and he looks kind of groggy. And he sees three three dudes who used to be disguised as orcs until they splashed in the river and the green paint started streaking down their faces and arms. <laughs> and now they just look like hideous, muddy weirdos. And who are speaking a different language than his. Well, to be fair, I don't think we need green paint on us to look like that, but (laughs) maybe maybe that's just me. True enough, yeah. I say, you there, what is your name? He starts speaking groggily in Orcish. I pull out my my guidebook, my language (laughs) book, Orcish for Adventurers, and I ask in Orcish, Excuse me, sir, where is the bathroom? <laughs> but that's not what you said at all. Like, the subtitles reveal that you were like, I, I think you're stupid, and your mom is too. <laughs> all right. As the only one who can currently understand him, Aslo, you have the earring, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aslo does. You can hear he's saying, like, let me free, and he's, like, trying to struggle against his bonds. When my tribe comes here, they'll see you all get put down. Listen, we will let you free once you tell us what we need to know. Do we have a deal? It's creepy hearing you speak in Orcish, Aslo. I don't think I can speak in Orcish, right? Yeah, I think you have to tell me what he says, and then I have to look up a response in the book. <laughs> Where did you <laughs> get this guidebook, Shaba? I, I went to the library. You don't oh, remember yeah. that? Oh, maybe, okay. maybe you weren't with me. I think I actually like slept out on the steps of the library um, under the lion statue until it opened. And then, um, yeah, I went in. This was right before we left town. I think I did go by myself. Yeah, I totally forgot that. Yeah, so what did he say, Asla? Basically, let me go. Uh, return me to my people. Okay. Uh, I, I look up. I, I start turning the pages, and I look back and forth. I'm like, hmm, okay. And then in Orcish, I clear my throat, and I say, I'm Shaba, born of Dragon Thunder, <laughs> son of Pachaka, last of the Davide clan, and exile of the tribe of Rakshan. Well met, good sir. I pray the shoulder of the Ram Lord be always at your back, and tell us what we want to know now. How many people are in, the, in your Orcish army? Give me an intelligence check to see how clearly all of that comes out. <laughs> And how long or it how takes long you. it took me to furiously ba- back yeah. and forth between pages. <laughs> <laughs> well, I rolled a nine on the d20, and I don't have any intelligence bonuses, so I'm pretty sure it's a nine. Oh no, actually, I have a plus one int, so it's a ten. Really? Mm, wow, I'm surprised <laughs> hey. at you, Shaba. <laughs> well done. I get that a lot. <laughs> so, at the rate that you're looking things up, you can tell just those sentences that you wanted to say are going to take you like five minutes minimum to say. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, he threatened that our um, that his tribe is going to come like beat us up, right? So, oh yeah, well we have a huge tribe. Our tribe is like five thousand. I say that to him in Orcish. So our tribe's going to like beat yours. So like your tribe's probably not bigger. As Shaba is looking up how to say those things, I um, pull Tokus aside and say, Tokus, we need someone to keep watch uh, while we're trying to communicate with this guy. Do you mind going over? Uh, over to sort of the edge of the woods and keeping an eye on the bridge for us? Yeah, I could probably pop a few more shots off at it, too. <laughs> we're really far away, though. Um, we're out of your range now. Yeah, yeah, we're 600 feet out. So, yeah, just keep watch. The moment you see an orc come over that bridge, uh, just run back here and tell us so we can get a head start on him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll keep watch. And this is going to be worth overtime pay, correct? Uh, We'll, we'll talk. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm on it. I give him a quick salute and head off towards the edge of the woods. Good thinking there, Aslo. That's why you're our leader. <laughs> I think sometimes. Okay, Tokus, as you settle into position behind the one of the farthest out trees, you see already there are several uh, torchlights, probably, that seem to be leaving the camp, heading towards the bridge. <laughs> oh, no. This is like across the river on the other side, like leaving the main camp that we were right. at. Okay. Hmm. They seem to be moving pretty quickly, and you'd guess that there's maybe a dozen lights. 
They're in full barb sprint mode. How are they dancing, the, the, the lights? Are they moving quickly up and down? You can't tell. They're like two and a half miles away, or two miles away. Oh, okay. All right, so I to say that thing to the orc about our tribe being bigger than his tribe, I'll bet. Okay, so I'm assuming you're abbreviating this as much as you can to try to speed things up. I'm trying to highlight the fact that my orcish is very, you know, rough at best. So I'm like stumbling over my words and not really saying them clearly, but trying. So the, that's the main point that you'd try to say first, is that your tribe is bigger than his tribe? Like, yeah, oh, your tribe's going to come beat us up? Well, we have a tribe too, and we're, we're bigger than yours probably, right? <laughs> and then I'm like, right? <laughs> he laughs and spits in your face as you try to talk to him. And then he says, and Aslo can understand, you humans cover the land, but we orcs will bring all of you down to ruin. There are more of us than you can possibly fight against. So, like, more than 5,000? <laughs> and I, I, I lick his, his spittle off of my face, because I'm like, I already gave you mouth-to-mouth. It's nothing we haven't done before, bro. <laughs> Each one of us is worth at least five of you fools. Oh, okay, so there's like a thousand of you then? <laughs> He's not giving any exact number as you continue to ask. I don't see why it's important to hide your numbers. You're not traveling in single file, are you? Shaba, ask him the reason for their increased hostilities. Yeah, what is the reason for your increased hostilities, by the way? I've really been wondering this. Because, like, what did we do to you? War Chief Malgrototh will see all of these lands conquered. Write that down, Aslo. Done. The road will be ours. Uh, the road. Like, what's the importance of this road? Uh, you already know the Strong Highway is where pretty much all the trade headed south or west from Ormog goes. Oh. So the orcs just... You, you, you want to trade? Or you want to, like, kill everybody who's trying to trade? And Okay, yeah, I got it. All right. Um, and take their stuff. Yeah. We're all about killing people and taking their stuff. Speaking of, do you have any cool stuff? Because, like, this can go one of two ways. Obviously, you understand, right? We're... I mean, we're not orcs. Uh, it may not be obvious to you, but if you look closely, we're actually not orcs as well. This is a very long exchange. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, I don't know if we have that kind of time, Shaba. Uh, we, know, we know orc. We, we know orc. I'm going to jump back to Tokus here. Tokus, you see the lights make it to the bridge. The fire at that far end of the bridge is starting to die down somewhat. A minute or so after the lights arrive at the bridge, they start to come across, even with the fire still burning a little bit at that end. Oh no. I should warn the others. But first, let me make some calculations in my head. <laughs> the next 30 minutes. You're not here, Aslo. <laughs> yeah, so I, I will try that. That's a good point, though. The Aslo in my head are on my shoulder. Uh, I will try my best <laughs> to kind of scope out how many I see or how like wide they're spread across the bridge. What what can I see? You can make out about a dozen lights. You think there are a few other shadows, so it looks like not everyone has a light. Mm -hmm. You would guess, based on their rate of movement, that these are probably riding something. Oh, they are mounted. Okay. Good to know. It seems like they could make it across the bridge, assuming the bridge is mostly still intact. If they're mounted, we'll never make it. We should have maybe gone to town, is what I th Tokus thinks to himself. We should have, we should have retreated. This is foolhardy, and uh, I'm going to rush, I'm going to run back to my compatriots, my companions. Okay, so you arrive back as Shaba is struggling to look something up in his book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tokus, what is it? Guys. What do your gnome eyes see? We don't have any time for this interrogation. We have to leave now. They're, they have, they're, they're, I think they're mounted. I think they're on horse, uh, well, it's not a horse, some sort of back. They're backing something. What? <laughs> they're on backs? Have they killed boars and ridden their backs toward us? <laughs> no, Shaba. He means they're mounted on living boars, probably. Uh-oh. Whatever it is, they're fast. Remember the orcs that we fought earlier? How fast that they were, Shaba? I remember yes. you commenting that they were very fast orcs. They are very fast because they're barbarians. That thing that happened like five minutes ago? Like they ate their vegetables. They're veg-barbarians. Vegetarians? They are vegetarian barbarians. They're really healthy, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the bottom we line here. We stand no chance against their nutrition regimen. Like, <laughs> think about all the junk food that we eat in Inept. I mean, everybody's having banana splits and, and naftin. Like, we visit naftin all the time for soups and split. Anyway. Shaba, you've been eating your carrots, haven't you? 
Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, no. What have we done? We've eaten ourselves into defeat. <laughs> well, we just have to eat our way out of this. I knew I should have had that lettuce wrap. <laughs> uh, well, guys, I think we have only one choice now, and that is to take this guy with us and run. What's your name, by the way, Orc, Mr. Orcman? Uh, name? Name? I look up the word for name, and I just keep saying name. Gimdrick. 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 All right, Gimdrick, you're coming with us. I throw him over my shoulder and we make haste away from <laughs> away from this place. Gimdrick, you're our new friend. Welcome to the to the party. Welcome to the AAA team. We're now the quadruple A team because of you. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. We go. I try to hurry us along. I don't think they understand the implications. We're heading toward the nearest town. You haven't seen any towns. You didn't actually pass through any towns in this country. What was the town on the border? What was the name? Border town of Jebel. Jebel, that's right. Well, I imagine we head there. It's a few days away. Well, I guess we head in that general direction then. <laughs> Wait, Shaba, range something. We need we need an intermediate plan, I imagine. Right, Aslo? I don't think there are any towns, though, other than that one. Find us a tree. Like, find us a, a unicorn nest and... <laughs> unicorn <laughs> nest. <laughs> you know the capital of Waspel is about a day east along the river? Oh, yeah, we can go to Semet. Yes, we can go to Semet. Semet? Along the river. That's the capital of Waspel. Yep. It's east of here, about a day's travel along the river. As for the towns in Waspel, you're not really sure where they are. Most of them are pretty small and just kind of spread around. The other towns in Waspel, they'll have to fend for themselves. We need to get to the capital. Yes. Yes. Good call, Shaba. I somehow forgot that in the last 24 hours since we've been here. <laughs> um, yes, let's go straight to Semit. We got to. We have to. We have to warn the Waspillians. You're the ranger. Point us in the direction in the direction of Semit. Okay, I do. I turn to the east. Good job. Let's go. <laughs> From whence I turn to the east and stare directly into the into the rising sun <laughs> as we venture forth. It's the middle of the night. Oh, okay. It's still, it's still late. All right. Okay, good. Good news, guys. We have the rest of the night to travel. All right. Let's go. We'll sleep when we're dead, which will probably be very soon. So you run off towards the east. Are you staying in the forest then? Uh, yes. We'll try to stay out of sight in case the orcs get done putting the bridge fire out and decide that they want to come looking for us. Are there any woodland friends we could enlist for some help? Yes. I have the squirrels carry uh, the orc because I'm getting tired. What? <laughs> I, just, I just have an army of squirrels come up underneath them like Gulliver's Travels, except instead of little mini people, they're squirrels, and they all, like, carry them on their backs. So you're basically Aquaman for woodland creatures. <laughs> for, for, for woodland for squirrels, creatures, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the squirrels are just like, sweet, dude. Did you, like, promise them a hoard of nuts? <laughs> oh, yes. I have buried treasure. I'm like the, the Captain Blackbeard of acorns. Then I promise them a wealth of nuts, the like of which they have never seen before. And we go. Like macadamia nuts, Brazilian <laughs> nuts, pine nuts, walnuts, tree nuts, every kind. Hmm. Every kind. Uh, how are you carrying him, Zick? Thrown over your shoulder or something? Like a, like a, like a hunted deer. Like, he's draped over my, my shoulders. Okay, he's trying to thrash around as much as he can, you know, bump into branches and other things. Okay, I knock him out again. You don't want to kill him, Shaba. <laughs> I slap him until he falls unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> but just like small pats on the cheek, like over and over again. Well, we could employ, hang on, let me check my bag, and Tokus rummages around in his bag. I've got that sleep stuff. Oh, well, I think that only lasts for like a few seconds, though, doesn't it? We'd have to give him a huge dose, probably, for it to last a matter of hours. Yeah, and it might kill him, but it might just work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, let's the try. sleep powder from when I met Ilvar at the Alchemist Guild. That's the right. nightly meeting. Yeah. yeah. So that stuff is sweet. We need to save that for the just the right moment. Oh, uh, okay. So we don't want to use it here. No, because I don't think it'll knock him out for long enough. Yeah. You also built it into a launchable format that would make a cloud of sleep gas. Oh, yeah, yeah. knock us all out. <laughs> right. That's right. Don't drop that thing. I have the sleep spell, but that also only lasts for a minute. Yeah, but if we sleeped him, we could tie him up better. 
He was already unconscious when you tied him up the first time. What kind of knots did we use? Like, is, is it like we wrapped around his head a few times? Like, how is he tied up that he's giving Shaba trouble? He's, I mean, he's awake now and he's just being an orc like orcs yeah. are want to we, do. What if we use... I didn't have a problem with you just knocking him out, so you don't have oh, okay. to go through yeah. all this. Why we just knock hmm. him out? Let's do that. So you knock him out and continue running as fast as you can. You lose sight of the shore pretty quickly since you're heading a little bit farther into the woods. You can still hear some shouts now and then behind you. Azo, give me a perception check. I'd be happy to. Two plus one, three. <laughs> uh. All right. I was going to tell you <laughs> if you could understand anything, and the answer is no. Oh, okay. And anything he's saying? If you heard anything carried on the wind that you could actually understand, but no. Oh, uh, Okay. But do we hear them giving chase? You're still hearing voices off in the distance. I don't think you'd be hearing hoof beats or anything. Oh, man. If only I had um, that one spell that makes it really hard to track you, you know? That would be nice. Pass without trace? Yeah, that one. Mm. Um, But it sounds like they're not giving chase yet. So I say we just keep running and hope that they don't pick up our scent. Uh, Yep, I, I reckon so. Oh, shoot, dog. So, it's a little late for this, but I was supposed to pick a third spell that I know. And when we reached third level, <laughs> I never did. <laughs> I'm supposed to have known a third spell this entire time. How did you find this out? <sighs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. I was just looking at the UA Revised Ranger. Well, um, all of a sudden, with yeah. the, the spout of Divine Goliath inspiration from the Ram Lord, Shaba learns... <laughs> I, I have no idea. All of a sudden, learns Pass Without Trace. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick it later. I've, I have no idea what it's going to be. Anyway, proceed. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> You're running for several minutes, and you haven't heard anything coming behind you. The voices are kind of fading away. By the way, are you using your headlamp to... See where you're going? Uh, no, Tokus can lead the way. Fine by me. So you're just relying on him seeing well enough and you being able to see him. Mm-hmm. So, like, Shaba runs into several branches because I'm not looking up. Yeah. Like, you just, you just smack, clotheslined. I'm getting real scratched up, but it's more important to be covert. Meanwhile, Aslo and I are, like, weaving over and under, like, roots and stumps and... I mean, in all seriousness, we could have the squirrels help us because I do have primeval awareness. What? Which... <laughs> Yeah, at third level, my mastery of ranger lore allows me to establish a powerful link to beasts and to the land around me. I have an innate ability to communicate with beasts, and they recognize me as a kindred spirit. Through sounds and gestures, I can communicate simple ideas to a beast <laughs> as an action, and can read its basic mood and intent its emotional state, whether it's affected by magic of any sort, its short-term needs... Uh, such as food or safety, and any actions used to persuade it not to attack. So I can convince the squirrels not to attack us. Wow. And they can be our friends. Well, so could you basically just bond to the forest as we flow through it and, like, tell them to be really pissed off at orcs? Deaf. I will definitely do that. Wait, so basically you're telling me you are a sleeping beauty. Right. Except I'm awake. Wait, aren't you thinking of Snow White? Yeah, same thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm Snow White, but I'm also not white or, or <laughs> snowy or I don't know. I'm just a Goliath trying to get by in this world, in this right. crazy mixed up world. Aren't we all? Yeah, so we whistle while we run and tell, you tell the woodland. So running for our lives. Yeah, no, definitely. We whistle while we work and hi-ho, hi-ho, because it's... But so, yeah, you could could you try to tell these forest critters to cover our tracks for us? Totes. We could pause for a second. Oh, hey, guys. New development in the whole Shaba's Spells saga. I did take a spell, a third spell. I have Cure Wounds. Uh, You've been able to heal this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, guys. This whole D&D Beyond thing is real complicated. There's all these tabs, and I, I don't uh, know all the content that's hidden behind the different tabs. No, it's okay. Because I don't click through them enough. I'm just, I'm pretend giving you hard time. Yeah, I was just reviewing my character's abilities and such, and by clicking through all these tabs, and then I noticed that, yeah, I did... I do have cure wounds. Wow, That's awesome. man. Remember that time your main healer dropped to like one hit point and almost died <laughs> and everybody was freaking out? Yeah, good uh, times, huh? Oh, man. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah. And Shaba gains the power of self-worth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Shaba gains the self-awareness spell. He knows what he can do. <laughs> well, regardless, 
are you talking to the woods? Uh, I am. Because we're not standing here and waiting for you. Yeah, you're going to have to stop and find an animal to talk to. Okay, well, I speak primordial, so I speak to the most primordial animal available. <laughs> you're just, like, waiting in line, or it's like it's like a call waiting. A primordial would be with you shortly. Your call is very important to us. And then it keeps repeating that every 30 seconds. So we do that. I'll just run and, like, randomly talk to any anything that I see or hear around me. Okay, you come across a small family of foxes. Hey, what nice. did the fox say? <laughs> what do you guys say, huh? They, they all roll their eyes at you like, oh, God. We get that really? all the time. You think we haven't heard this one like 20 times already? Yeah, like we've never heard that one before. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> they just uh-huh. turn and walk away. Yeah, move along. <laughs> Get out. Wait, wait, wait. Come back, please. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. <laughs> we need your help. Please forgive us. <laughs> We're so sorry to have disgraced your kind with our terrible pop culture references. We're really, really sorry. Please help us. Shaba, you had one job to do. Come on. Get it together. <laughs> okay, well, they can't actually speak back to you. You just get emotional states, right? Unless you cast your spell. Yeah, the, 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 their emotional state is eye roll. Like, oh, God, that's the most outdated fox-based meme ever. So, yeah, that was real bad. <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, we really need your help. Can you, like, guide us through these woods? That would be super cool of you. And or cover our tracks for us. Yeah. It's like, can you gra- grab a couple brooms and just sweep up behind us as we <laughs> as we leave here? That would be great. It says you can influence their behavior. How much can you influence them? It says, and I quote, I closed the document, so I'm opening it up again. <clears throat> Through sounds and gestures, you can communicate simple ideas to a beast as an action and can read its basic mood and intent. You can learn its emotional state, whether it's affected by magic of any sort, its short-term needs such as food or safety, and actions you can take, if any, to persuade it not to attack. Uh, Additionally, you can attune your senses to determine if any of your favorite enemies lurk nearby. My favorite enemies are beasts, so I can use beasts to determine if other beasts are near. (laughs) That seems useful. (laughs) Yeah. Make a persuasion check. Okay. Uh, Eleven. So you get the idea that one of them is willing to help a little bit. What looks to be the father of the family is going to clean up a little bit of the trail that you're leaving. Even just masking it with your foxy, foxy scent would be a <laughs> huge help. Like if you could just roll around in the leaves and then run off in like a random direction so they, they maybe lose our scent if they're tracking us that way. Yeah, if you need to urinate now would be a great time to do so. Yes, please urinate all over our footprints. That would be awesome. Yeah, I get out my water skin and hand it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Drink up. All right, so it starts hopping around where you were walking through and mashing down the leaves in various places and running off, coming back in, kind of messing up the whole area. Awesome. Thanks, bros. Well, is he going to follow us further, or is he just doing a one-time deal? I imagine it's enough that he just, yeah, messes up the trail in one spot to throw them off. Yeah, I'm like, thanks, bros. Is there anything I can do for you? Is there any of your immediate short-term needs that I can meet <laughs> as a Goliath, as a friend? As a kindred spirit, you know. Yes, as a kindred spirit. Yeah, just passing through. Can we, like, trade cards or something? Is there, like, a rare <laughs> that you really, really need and are looking for and I can offer to you? You can tell that the young ones look a little bit hungry. Oh, hey, guys, we have food, right? We just so happen to have food. Yeah, we've got some badger meat that, that'll be perfect for them. <laughs> <laughs> we have some raw badger. Uh, no, I take out some some leftovers, uh, some jerky or some meat that we that Tokus didn't eat because it was too not plain. And uh, uh-huh. yeah, I'll, I'll toss it to him for sure. They start gobbling it up. Good deal. Thanks for your help, foxes. Well, I guess I yeah. com- uh, communicate that for me, Shaba. <laughs> Uh, stay foxy, brothers. Hey. <laughs> but we don't know you just said that because you said it in Fox. Exactly. <laughs> Can you wink at Aslo? Yeah, yeah, I told them that you think they're the best foxes you've ever met. Tell them next time they're in town, stop by our place, our secret hideout, and we'll uh, hook you up with something. 
Yeah, we'll let you know where it is when you come to town so you can find it. There's just like a small fox family that comes to the city. They've got packs slung over their shoulders. Small and, foxes, big city. And they get, get uh, slaughtered. And then, and then we see it like a merchant. We're walking through the market and he's got like these pelts up on his stand. We're like, oh, I wonder, wonder whatever happened to those guys. <laughs> yeah, what happened to those foxes we met that one time? I made myself sad with my own story. <laughs> anyway, thanks, foxes. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, foxes. The Damage Guild Podcast. Proudly fueled by the blood of our enemies. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Damage Guild Podcast. My name is Jay Stout, and today I am joined by my three co-hosts, Thane Bowman, Sean Abrams, and Brian Stout. How are you guys doing? Just peachy, great. Uh, not bad, Jay. So, uh, what are we what are we what are we talking about today? Well, we're gathered here today to celebrate Mowage. No, not it's not that. It's uh, something else. Um, Brian, what is it? <laughs> um, <laughs> so we are we are here today to announce something that's really really cool that we're really excited about. Basically, you guys are our lifeblood, and this is a way for us to connect more deeply with you on a new and better level. It is something where we are really excited to provide more stuff for you, more content, more things for you to sink your teeth into. So without any further ado, Thane, why don't you tell us exactly what this is? Well, I will. We are launching a new Patreon page. Yay! <laughs> All right. If you go to patreon.com slash damage guild or to our website... Uh, TheDamageGuild.com. There will be a link at the top there to the Patreon page. And we've got all sorts of different rewards set up and some incentives for people to join and you know, some special things for you if you care to take a look. So why don't you say what some of those are, Sean? I would be more than happy to. You see, <laughs> so we structured our Patreon based on something familiar to you guys, the Sapphire Saber ranks. I'm just going to do uh, some highlights. So for the lowest tier, which is bronze, uh, you get your name in what we're calling the book of names. So you get your name on our website and people get to see that and you wear like a badge of honor. You're also going to get access to our monthly newsletter. Uh, so we're going to put all sorts of stuff in there, a little bit behind the scenes kind of stuff or just stuff in our personal lives. Um, and then if you want to kick it up a notch, Iron Members, get access to the podcast a whole day early. Wait, a whole day early? That's right, Brian. A whole 24 Earth hours early. It's a lot of hours. Not Mars hours. And if you guys want to check this out, just like Thane told you, you can find this. It's going to be www.patreon.com slash damage guild. And we'll also have a link to it on our main webpage. So you can check it out for yourself. The other cool thing comes from steel member that's the next tier up the big big thing i i find i mean i'm just picking my favorites but the cool thing here our bonus content we're going to give you a library access to videos and audio of when we built the world that we're playing in uh when we made our characters um and the times that we've leveled up we've actually recorded that content where we're kind of talking amongst ourselves like okay well do i take this Nah, maybe i take and picking you know i mean you know me like i love theory crafting don't i guys Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm pretty sure those are like oh, yeah. twice as long because of some of my decisions. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so those and then also we did some one off adventures and uh, there may be future one off adventures. So and we'll be adding to this bonus content. So, I mean, just do yourself a favor. Just get the steel membership. But <laughs> I'm, I, it's not, I'm not trying to say that iron and bronze are bad. I but mean, seriously. But anyway, we will have more tiers after these three, but we want to launch with just three. Um, Jay, maybe you want to tell them wh why that is? Yeah. Um, so we're, we're starting out with just three tiers. We want to feel it out and see if you guys, you know, like what we've, we've got to offer. See if you have any suggestions. Um, ways to improve, other things you'd like to see, you know, that maybe we haven't thought of. And also, well, I think we just kind of want to make sure that we're providing you with the best possible uh, rewards that these levels allow. Um, we think it's really awesome that we live in this digital age where we can connect, you know, we're where content creators and their audiences can have this more intimate connection. And so we want to uh, allow you guys to get a, a more in-depth look at the show and 
be rewarded for helping us out, for supporting uh, what we do and for making it possible. And so that's kind of the idea behind this, uh, this Patreon. One, one of the things that I uh, was just thinking about was that we, um, to introduce Sean to D&D, we recorded this uh, one-off adventure, and that's going to be in that library of bonus content. Uh, that you get at the steel level. And that, that session was like one of the, the most fun. And there are like jokes in there that we've referenced on the show that nobody who's listened to that, which is nobody <laughs> besides us would get if they hadn't listened. And like, like so we've referenced gags that I wish were like actually part of the show. And it was just funny because, you know, it was Sean's basically like you had maybe played a little bit of other RP tabletop RPGs before, but it was your, basically your first game of D and D. So it was like, it was a learning experience, but it was also like a really fun and weird, interesting adventure that we all went on. And we were playing completely different characters than we play on the show. We all just sort of like made up the, you know, we used like these stock characters and made their their little stories and names and whatever and kind of just played it out there. Yeah. So if you think I'm bad at D&D now, <laughs> you get to hear you get you get to hear me even worse. Yeah, right. right. Um, no, but yeah, that's that's basically the uh, the gist of the idea. We we really just wanted to let you guys know. Um, please feel free to go check out the page. Uh, again, it's patreon.com slash damage guild. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you just want to check out all the different uh, the different reward tiers and see what you like, what you don't like, uh, we, we'd welcome your feedback. This is a learning experience for us as much as it is for you. And uh, so, yeah, we thank you again for listening and for being with us through these many, many episodes. And uh, we're, we're running full steam ahead and we're going to be here for a long time to come. So we thank you guys all for, for listening and for your support. Enjoy the rest of this episode and we'll see you in two short Mondays or two short Sundays if you're a Patreon supporter. Just saying. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon. Later on. Damage Guild out. You are listening to the Damage Guild podcast. Okay, so you continue on. I'm guessing you try to leave that area a little bit more carefully to make it seem like your trail is the least obvious out of all the ones in that section. Sure, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. By the way, I was mostly thinking about our scent, uh, since orcs might be able to pick up on that kind of thing, and probably their mounts could as well. So mm -hmm. that was my main concern, is like having the foxes mask our scent. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They roll around and then like uh, put their, their scent over ours and go off in different directions so that it kind of gets them off our trail. I mean, he was kind of running all over everything, so it should be doing some of that at least. Yeah. Excellent. You continue on, make it another, I don't know, 15 minutes or so, and you aren't hearing any noise behind you from people following you, or off in the distance, it seems like either you've lost them or they're just being quiet. Okay. Okay. Guys, I think this, uh, I would like to call a special meeting, which we can have while we're walking, but I think this situation calls for a, a bit of a forced uh, march here. I think we should just travel through the day until we make it to the town and then we can rest up there. I think it's important enough that we warn the capital of the orcs that and deliver this prisoner so that they can uh, do some of their own interrogation. Hmm. How far away are we from Semit again? It was a day. About a day. Yeah. So hmm. a day's travel, You, if you continued now, you'd arrive at probably like 9 or 10 in the morning. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm getting pretty sleepy, but, um... Yeah, me too. That's probably a good call. We should deliver the, uh, the news and the hostage to Semit as quickly as possible, and then, then we can rest. Yeah, agreed. All right. Tokus, you in? Oh, I'm always in, Shava. All right. Cool. Stripey naturally disagrees, but he's been outvoted. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> stuff it. He can <laughs> stuff bad it. For it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Onward to Summit. So you continue traveling. You can't keep up a running pace forever, so you slow down a little bit and go as quickly as you reasonably can. I mean, if we're just in travel mode, like, can I strip off my armor? Mm. I might not go. I mean, my natural explorer ability does uh, let us travel at a reasonable pace already. I mean, difficult terrain doesn't slow our group's travel, and we can't become lost except by magical means. So 
feel like we're in good shape. You you want to have that armor on in case something happens, though. The sun eventually rises, and you find yourselves outside the city of Semit. It has decently sized, partially stone, partially wooden walls coming around the whole city. It's kind of built at the edge of the woods in a clearing next to the river on one side, woods on the other. As far as towns that you've been to, it's actually not a very big one, but it's still you know, the biggest in this area, so it's the capital. Um, you can see there is a keep in the center of the town that stands above the rest of it on a nice hill, and it looks decently defensible, but not especially strong. Do we know whether Waspel has a king? See, the nation is ruled by Lord Fryn, who is sort of the king, I guess. He doesn't consider it a kingdom, or he doesn't go by king, at least. That's right, I have Lord Fryn in my session notes. Hmm. Waspel is sparse. Capital is Semet, uh, about a day and a half from wherever we were when I took these notes. <laughs> um, let's go and see this Lord Fryn. Yes. And uh, deliver him his captive. Okay. We seek an audience with Lord Fryn. Okay. I go up to a townsperson and say that. <laughs> well, when you get to the gate, the guards look out and see you carrying this orc over your shoulders. And streaked in the remnants of our disguises. Yeah. And they say, oh, there. Just what do you think you're doing with that orc? I take out my tusks and I'm like, see, it's just me. Uh, I'm a Goliath, not an orc. Oh, but clearly you have one over your shoulders. Oh, this guy, he is not, yes, he is not in disguise. Shava. He's actually an orc. Shava. And I, he, I nudge Shava. Yeah, uh, so I'm sorry. Excuse me for one moment. Yeah, what is it, Token? Shava, like, we don't want to be vigilantes again. Why don't we let Aslo handle this? We never let him handle this, and I, I know we really like doing the talking, but, like, come on, like, he knows how to really talk to people. Okay. Uh, Aslo, would you like to explain why this orc is over my shoulders? Oh, yes. <clears throat> I step forward. <clears throat> Hail and well met. We have an orcish captive that we have taken captive from the orcs, and we would like to bring him... You are right, Tokus. He is better at this. <laughs> right? I mean, imagine if I was doing this. I know, right? Goodness. We'd still be in the dungeons. We are not an orc and two goblins. We are uh, a goliath, a halfling, and a gnome, and an orc who is our captive. So, we, uh, yes, we, have, we come bearing very important news... Uh, regarding the war between the orcs and the Waspolians, would you please let us in so we can seek an audience with Lord Frint? Then do you like shoot him an Aslo smile at the end? Yeah, and little finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> well, finger crossbows. Yeah. Make a persuasion check just to get your idea across. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> that's an interesting sound. He takes out his gong. <laughs> Aslo has spoken. Aslo. <laughs> A seventeen. All right, I'll let you in, and we'll see if we can call up Lord Friend. But that orc, we're gonna need some guards with him. Oh, totally cool. Yeah, we yeah we would love some some accompaniment here. He is tied up securely, but if you would prefer to use your own ropes and or manacles, that would be fine with us. He calls over a couple of other guards, and they bring out some manacles, chain his arms up behind his back, and then another one takes a man-catcher, puts it around his neck, and nice. keeps it there ready to... It's hardcore. <laughs> the full treatment. These guys All don't right. mess around. They must deal with orcs. I like it. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. They're right on the frontier, man. They're used to it. All right, we take back Lobbock's lengthy line and coil it up. It, it coils itself, shot. Yeah, we, it slurps itself up like spaghetti. <laughs> yep. It's better than sliced bread. <laughs> okay, so at this point, Gimdrick is still asleep. I slap him awake through the man catcher. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! How you like me now, Buster Brown? Do you know what the man catcher is? It's that big, like, helmet thing that has all the, the spiky bits that go around it? Not really a helmet. It's more like a collar at the end of a stick. I thought it was like a neck brace. Yeah, it's like, like a long pole with a collar on the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. To catch mans. For, for man catching. Yeah, right, with all the spikes in it. Okay, I just Googled it. They sometimes have spikes. Yeah, this one. Mm. Sweet. This one would. This one does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's sweet. laughs> all right. Nice. Okay, I, I still, I slap him awake. Hey, on your feet, soldier. 
Time to move out. He has no idea what you're saying. Do you say any of that in Orcish, or...? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I look it up in my guidebook. I don't think you need to. He gets the picture. (laughs) He looks much more upset than he did last night, considering that he's now surrounded by humans all over the place. Yeah, and it's the second time he's waking up unpleasantly from being knocked out. So, the guards lead you through the town. You can tell that this is not a particularly prosperous area, but the people here seem to be... You know, making a decent living, at least. It's just that there's signs of the poorer areas, and you don't really see any wealthy ones here. So he leads you down the street and up towards the keep. And after a brief exchange with the guards there, uh, they send you inside and say, Be on your best behavior for Lord Fryn. We will keep the prisoner here while you talk. Very well. We shall see you on the other side, Broheim. <laughs> We enter to see Lord Fryn. You enter the keep and look around to see that it stands in stark contrast to the town around it, and seems to be overflowing with lavish decorations and wealth. Hmm. Fancy tapestries hang from the walls, and curtains cover the windows, which are made from actual glass. Income inequality at its finest, am I right, boys? Yeah, (laughs) does something strike you as odd about this place? It does. Very, very odd. But Tokus takes some sketches because it's pretty looking. I want to be able to put that on my <laughs> closet wall when I get back. <laughs> you make your way into the audience chamber and you see... And <laughs> the audience goes wild. Hey, hey, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Hey, we're here all week. And take a bow. <laughs> we haven't done anything yet. I know. Just go with it. That's their job. It's the audience. That's what they're paid to do. <laughs> he just pays the audience to sit around. <laughs> Whenever anyone, anyone walks, walks in, in the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I back out and then shut the doors and open them again. <laughs> audience. Yeah. We just keep doing it's the wrong kind of audience. Just keep doing that a couple of times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excuse they me. just stare at you. Uh, this audience is uh, is a little rough tonight. What do you think? Yeah, well, they want to see a show, and Tokus <laughs> ah, lets loose yeah. his lightning lure. Hey! And I will grapple uh, Shaba and pull him towards me. <laughs> I go, ah, wee! You can see about a dozen guards standing along the walls, and a man who is presumably Lord Fryn, talking with some other nobility, you think. He's dressed in fine clothes with a regal cape and all sorts of purples and reds and expensive colorings. Turns over towards you as you enter and twirls his fancy mustache and goatee. (laughs) He says, yes, and who are you? Uh, we are the AAA team. The one and only. Led by this fine halfling here, Aslo Tendertoe, our leader. Yeah, and and I push Aslo forward, giving him the floor once again. You can do this, Aslo. <laughs> we are the AAA team. Surely you've heard of us. Can't say that I have. Well, you're about to. We are the AAA team. <laughs> we come bearing great news for you. Well, grave news, but also great news. <laughs> um, we... The great news is we're here. Yeah. The other news, not so good. <laughs> the grave part <clears throat> is... Well, I don't know. Maybe you probably already know. So there's this army of orcs down to the southwest-ish who have been mustering and preparing to attack Waspel. Yeah, I I trust you are aware of this? Uh, Yes, the Iron Fangs. Yeah, those guys. So we went down there to Iron Fang territory and have discovered some intel about the strength of their armies and the reason for their increased hostilities as of late. Oh, and what have you learned? He has kind of this condescending look at him that's not changing at all. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like that about him. We have taken an orc captive and brought him here to you, my lordliness, and we would like to give him to you as an offering, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I think. What we'd really like is to have somebody get, glean some information from him about, uh, you know, the size of the orc army and why they're being jerks to everybody, why they're being mean to you, because we don't like that. Not that that's the reason we're here, but hypothetically, do you think that could be possible? I can have some of my men speak to this orc. We have many who know their language, 
thanks to their unfortunate proximity. You are are you? If I can just get real with you here for a moment, your lordliness. Uh, Shabba. <laughs> are you like I'm worried about the, all these orcs? Like, are you? You don't seem. You just don't strike me as worried. Maybe you're the type who plays it close to the vest. I don't know you. Just, just out of curiosity, have you made any preparations for a possible orc attack? Or are you just kind of going with the flow and seeing what happens? Of course we are prepared. The Lord is never worried. I gotcha. Okay. Mm. I'm picking up the vibes. All right. Cool. Um, well, in any case, we got this prisoner. I don't know if he's of any worth to you or value, but uh, he's here. I will have my men see what he can tell them. Yeah, certainly any value that, that this orc might be to you, uh, we would we would love to know that as well. Any any worth, any value, any monetary amount? <laughs> wink, wink. Yes, yes. Well, I suppose that remains to be seen now, doesn't it? I suppose so. If that is all, then you can be off on your way, and he kind of dismissively gestures with the back of his hand. Cool, thanks. No, great to meet you. Um, we need to go out and con- conduct some man-on-the-street interviews, fellows. Uh, I think there's more going on here than meets the eye. Or perhaps it is what meets the eye and that he's hogging all the wealth to himself. <laughs> all the, the people are scared and worried and poor. And We need to rally just, a militia, Shaba. Yeah, that's just my, uh, my surface-level take on this. But let's go talk to some, some regular Joes out there in town and see what the people are thinking and feeling because this guy's not feeling much of anything it seems. Ooh, are we going to rally the peasants to stage a coup against the tyrannical overlords of this town? I mean I'm not putting that possibility completely out of mind. Sure, if it comes to that but that's not really like the, the main thrust no. of where I'm going with this. Okay. I mean, totally I'd be down yeah. if that hap- if, if it comes to that. Sounds so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the shop is always down for a rebellion. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very anarchist. Yes. Rebellions are what rebellions are made of. I don't know. Ever since we, we incited that bar fight a few towns back, I just like I think I have some kind of like bloodlust that's broiling <laughs> up inside me or something. I don't know what it is. I just I just I'm I'm fascinated by just complete chaos now. So <laughs> Hey, you know what? We have the ability to create change. Or chaos. Mm. You know, as though things don't always have to be status quo. We can we can make a difference. Positive chaos? Well, what would positive chaos be called? It would be called total anarchy. <laughs> but maybe in this case, that's a good thing. Mm. Who knows? We have to talk to the man, the man on the street. We have to get some insight from the people who are out there doing the thing day after day. All right. Mm. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Right, so we check out the public transportation they have in this place. <laughs> yeah, let's go to a bar oh, okay. or something, or like a. <laughs> it's a form of public transportation. Right? Yeah, let's check out the public tra- <laughs> transporting <laughs> <It's> people just- <laughs> from miserable to drunkenly miserable. <laughs> yeah, it's just one guy pushing another guy in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, public transportation. That's uh, that's Crunk over there. He's uh, he's <laughs> the only. Why is his name Crunk? <laughs> I don't he's know. the pusher because yeah. he always he's always crazy drunk when he's pushing people around in his wheelbarrow <laughs> at the bar where this happens. So yeah, uh, all right, let's go talk to some people. Okay, well you head outside the keep and you can see that a messenger has already been sent and it looks like he's talking to the guards about the orc. Do you just let them deal with that? Uh, I assume so, unless they need our input on how to interrogate a greenskin. I figure they've got it covered. They don't seem to be asking for it. Yeah, right. Okay. Looking around town, you eventually find yourselves at the Cracked Barrel. Mm. Ah, Shout out the to the barrel. fan who suggested that. Hey, oh, who's that? All that's, right. a, that's a fan suggestion. All right. It's our first Sweet. fan shout out. Yeah. Who was, who's, who was that from? Book Owl 18. Book Owl 18. Hey, thanks so much. Was that thank on, you. Thank uh, you. Thank you. That yeah, was on Twitter. Suggestion. Yes. Thanks Ooh. for using Twitter for something useful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, for something right. constructive. The Cracked Barrel. All right. I like it. I like it. Yeah, just a quick mention about that. If you want to make a name suggestion for something in the game, just tweet at us using at Damage Guild, and you might have a chance of using your name for something in the show. That's right. Something in in the game world. You can help us create the, build out the world, and it can be anything, uh, an inn, a tavern, uh, an NPC, villain, whatever you you think uh, would be cool. And uh, if we like it, we'll use it. 
It's a medium-sized tavern. It looks like it's only one story. Probably doesn't have rooms to stay in. Looking around inside, you can see a fairly large crowd considering that it's still early morning. Nice. A medium-sized tavern for medium-sized people. (laughs) Oh, crap, guys. We can't go in here. That's like the slogan that it says on top of the door on the sign. Well, none of us are really medium-sized, so we should find someplace else. I know we go in and uh, let's find like a group of uh, people who look like they're like really well acquainted, good friends and just go in and crash their conversation and sit in with them. You see a couple of tables with you know, three or four people each sitting there talking and drinking. The mood in the tavern is kind of somber. Just as I suspected. All right, Azo, do your thing. I just raise my eyebrow at you and cross my arms. Uh, your thing is schmoozing people, right? You're the you're the one who's like really. Oh good yeah, with... I thought I thought you were trying to coerce me into performing again. Oh no, 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 no we no, would never cool. do that again. That worked. That went very poorly. Yeah, uh, yeah, gonna... you're telling me. <laughs> it was all your fault. And plus, we're still reholding your loot hostage. I mean, what loot? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, so talking about the people. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Aslo is still twitching from that um, that experience, by the way, <laughs> as a as a yeah. major twitch. All right. Yeah, we will approach uh, the group, and I just sort of barge in and say, uh, "Hi there. Excuse me. My name is Aslo of the AAA team. I'm sure you've heard of us. If not, here we are. We are wondering how how are things here in uh, this town in in uh, Semit. Semit, yeah, where we are. The men look a little bit angry that you just interrupted their conversation, but <laughs> one of them says things are as good as they've always been, I guess, other than those orcs down south always stirring up trouble. Those bloody orcs. Yeah, that uh, that can't be too fun uh, to constantly have that threat sort of at your doorstep, can it? No. And what does the what does the leadership here do about that? What do they have to say? You see a couple of the other men at the table start to look a bit nervous. And he says, oh, they're doing a good job, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, so that's what's going on here. You were right, Chava. Yeah, we're not from the Gestapo, we promise. <laughs> they don't have freedom of speech. Yeah, we have zero affiliation with them. I lean in a little closer and I say, now, friends, you can tell me truly, what are they doing about this? Speak plainly, please. We want to help you. Oh, well, the military's been preparing for some weeks now. We've seen more guards along the walls, and they're repairing any holes that they've found and so on, so things are being done. Have they asked any of you to fight? I mean, we're all ready to defend ourselves if we need to, but we're not exactly allowed to have swords and such. You're not allowed to have swords? No, the the comp... Commoners don't get swords. They like. What if you were to say have your own? Like if you had your own dagger or something that you wanted to carry around. You're not. You're legally not allowed to do that. You really are outsiders. We are truly. Swords are reserved for guards and nobility and so on. If your job doesn't require one, then you're not allowed to carry weapons. What, Dang, dude? What kind of kingdom is it where a man can't walk around with something to defend himself? No freedom of speech. No right to bear arms. This is absolute tyranny. Arms or swords, Tokus. For crying out loud, this <laughs> there is... There are a bunch of armless people walking around this town, <laughs> and I won't stand for it. <laughs> well, I hear the other villages in the area are allowed to arm themselves, because they pretty much take care of themselves, you know. Here, we've got the guards that take care of us. Yeah, but they don't really, do they? You, you're walking around a few mi- Like, you could get up on that wall, and or you could look out your window and see orc territory from the edge of town. You know what I mean? You're right on the border here. Yeah, what happens if orcs invade and they get past the guards, and they're running around the town in here? Don't you want to have a weapon to defend yourself and your own family against them? Everyone at the table is starting to get really nervous looking. <laughs> they're kind of casting their eyes around the tavern. Perhaps we should go somewhere where we can speak more plainly. Is there an alley behind this <laughs> establishment? <laughs> you want to take it outside, shop? Yeah, no, I realize that sounds super sketch, but, like, honestly, we, we want to know what's going on here, and I understand you're scared to speak against <clears throat> the established rulership, but if this is really going on, that's... This is... We're talking crimes against humanity here. You guys need to be able to, to defend yourselves... You need to be able to speak plainly about what you think. And the fact that this is going on is just, 
It's an injustice of the worst kind. Tell me, did you all vote for who would become the lord of this town? Yeah, and how long has he been lord of this town? It's a hereditary position. He's been lord since his father passed away. It's been 15 years now. 15 years. Did his father have the same rules as him, or did he draft these no-weapons laws up after he took power? I mean, there have been new rules and regulations, but it's all in the name of peace and safety. Uh, and how often do they unregulate? Like, do they just keep adding the rules, or do they, are they ever like, hey, you remember this rule that we had back here? It's not a rule anymore. <laughs> do they ever do that? Not that I can recall. Oh, for crying out loud. Oh, man. These people are being oppressed. This is absolute tyranny. They can't vote for who, who their ruler is. They can't speak out against them, and they can't carry weapons. That's at least three amendments that are probably being broken right now. Guys, I think you know what this means. We need to stage a coup. We need a peasant revolt. (laughs) Stat. All right. All of you guys go grab your pitchforks. I'll go spread the word. Let's go. (laughs) Right now. We don't have any time to waste. Uh, So, so wait. Riddle me this, guys. We're going to stage a coup when there's a horde of orcs (laughs) about to descend. (laughs) (laughs) Throw the town into chaos. The orcs roll up and these guys are like... Killing each other. Uh-huh. Yeah, some <laughs> farmer like stabs a soldier with a pitchfork, blood all over his face, and the orcs are like, well, job's done. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute. This is actually perfect. What, you mean throwing civilized society into complete chaos right before the orcs <laughs> want to do the same thing? And Tokus starts calculating, and you see him uh, sketching some stuff in the dirt. We draw the orcs to the city, and we find a way out for the townsfolk. Then the soldiers will be left with no one to defend. This town is lost, Shaba. Can you not see that? No, I, d- I totally see that. Especially if these people have no way to contribute to the fight, to the defense. We let the town fall, and we can count the orcs as we're running away. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect plan. Sacrifice these evildoers for their crimes of not being a good society for the sake of the greater good. I agree. And we complete our secret mission. That's right. Yes. Yes.